Good morning, everyone. This is Johnny Tan, author of From My Mama's Kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for Living. Happy New Year and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk radio show. Here's a quick announcement. Our January heart-centered and passion-driven Inspirations for Better Living digital magazine designed to help moms build a better future for themselves, their families, and loved ones is currently available at www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com. This month's theme is New Year, New Me. The magazine offers inspirational stories from our dedicated team of experts to help you navigate your current situation with confidence in your motherhood journey as the COO, if not the CEO, of your family. So please go to www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com and treat yourself to some engaging, entertaining, and enlightening stories. You deserve it. As for our radio show today, in alignment with our New Year, New Me theme, my guest for this morning is Lisa Caprelli. Lisa is a Latina entrepreneur, award-winning children's book, author of the Unicorn Book series, publisher, songwriter, folks contributor, speaker, and brand creator. She has authored 18 books and is the producer and director of Unicorn Jazz Presents, the Think I Do, a family show on Amazon TV. Lisa grew up with humble beginnings in the Sun City of El Paso, Texas. She is the first generation in her family to graduate from college, graduating magna cum laude with a Bachelor of Science in Social Psychology. Her quest to study human behavior and teaching is seen in her author visits and school visits with kids parents, and educators. She believes in community outreach and started volunteering with hospitals and senior homes at age 10. Lisa teaches young minds the power of possibilities in elementary schools with teens, educators, parents, counselors, and librarians. After a 10-year career in creating radio shows, programming, and podcasts, combined with 26 years marketing career in representing over 160 CEOs and leaders and turning their business into meaningful brands, Lisa created Skip a Step, imparting wisdom of young, for young entrepreneurs' mind. Lisa is also contributing to our entrepreneur magazine, which is our Inspiration for Better Living magazine, the entrepreneurship section called Mom Entrepreneurs. Lisa and I will be having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and how her brilliant entrepreneurial spirit can inspire you to create your vision of happiness in 2022. Good morning, Lisa. Welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, and what a fabulous introduction. Thank you so much. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful. It is a pleasure to have you with me. You have a fascinating history, uh, interesting, achieving things that you have done in your life, and I'm looking forward to getting to know you better and learn from your expertise. Thank you. How, what a great um, way to kick off the new year, and I love all the things you do, and especially your magazine and, and so many things you do to connect with your audience. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Let us start by getting to know you a little better. Please give us a quick walkthrough of your life from childhood to the present moment. Yes. Well, I grew up in El Paso, Texas. Um, I grew up a middle child of 
uh, five, my mom, um, God bless her, had to raise us um, as a single mom. Uh, we often um, say we grow poor, but, you know, how do you know you're poor unless someone tells you? So growing up in El Paso with the border town of, of Juarez, Mexico, it, it was challenging, to say the least. And, yes, we had humble beginnings. Um, all of my sisters and my brother, we went on to not let our circumstances define us as we grew up. And, um, you know, many of us went into college and we all have families and our beginnings, um, where it grew up once poor, no longer that. And and we're very grateful that we can, you know, help and give back the younger generation. I moved to California about 21 years ago from Texas, and um, I've been an entrepreneur ever since. I've had different businesses. Uh, my purpose and my calling has been with Unicorn Chaz and the children's book and the children's brand series. And, um, and I'm so grateful because writing is my passion and I get to do what I love today. And um, I'm able to influence and inspire um, younger generations and um, even adults into um, doing the things that they love to do so that you can bring happiness and joy to other people. Beautiful. That's really, really wonderful. When you were growing up, were there major influences in your life? Oh, for sure. My grandmother was one person that uh, believed in me and influenced me. I often say sometimes it just takes one person to influence you. It could be a teacher, as was my first grade teacher. And later on in life into the workforce, I had a girl named Cindy, who was my office manager and mm-hmm. spent about five years with her in Texas. And, and she really put a lot of um, knowledge and experience into me. And today I, I believe in doing it with the people that um, come into my life. So I think that everyone can find someone that believes in them. And as, as you mature and you have the experience, I think it's important to believe in others. I am grateful that I get to believe in, in the, in the younger generation because they are our future. Very true. So true. That's really amazing. When you look back and why did you pursue a degree in social psychology? You know, I often feel because I didn't grow up with much communication, um, mm-hmm. I feel that um, by understanding the world around you, you can get along better with people, with teams. I mean, after all, what makes the world go around is people. And, uh, you know, we're not robots. We do need that human connection. <laughs> so I've been grateful that when I switched majors in early on in college to social psychology, that, uh, boy, did it teach me a, a vast wealth of knowledge, um, mm-hmm. not only in the workplaces and the employees and people that I've gone to connect with in life, but personal relationships, business, you know, work-life balance. It all takes people and people coming together, and we need people. People need people. So I, uh, I just feel that by bridging together the communication factor and even being on this podcast and talking to you, I mean, I grew up really shy. To be in front of audiences, to be in front of people, it would just scare me to death. And today when I get to present to schools in, you know, not just one classroom, but the whole school or a college um, platform or a you know, business platform or a podcast show like yours, uh, I'm just grateful that um, I've been able to use the tools and education in my lifetime and and I believe it's important that we all are lifelong learners because especially with technology today, especially since mm-hmm. the pandemic, um, there's, it's really ever-changing present times. 
and I feel it's coming together and, and sharing knowledge because each of us can teach someone else something. It's very important to take advantage of that. Very, very interesting. Well, that's true. And, you know, college life is challenging in itself because we're trying to find our own identity and so forth. And right. I can only imagine being a woman from that perspective. And I say that respectfully because there's additional pressure and from a standpoint of finding ourselves and connecting. And then really, I, mm-hmm. I remember like, hey, gee, I'm so excited going to college. And then like, really, I'm pursuing this degree? <laughs> and what I end up doing is totally something different. So what was your college experience right. like in terms of that process of sort of self-discovery? Oh, no. in a way? I think, <laughs> you know, when I was young, and I think a lot of times you may not know what you want to do when you're young and you right. grow up. I have a nephew that's, you know, three, four years old, and his answer when people say, what are you going to do when you grow up? He's like, I'm too young to know that now. (laughs) And, you know, and I think of many people I know, I think, you know, around me, including myself, that I change majors, change careers, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, give yourself grace if you don't know what you're going to do when you grow up. And because we all are living longer, do you know, over um, 10,000 people turn 65 each and every day, and we all are living longer. We have different hobbies and interests. We have access to YouTube and Google, things that you and I didn't grow up with, that children have access to since the day they're they're born, per se. So we, one of, the reason why my book is, one of my books is called The Thing I Do, my show is called Mm -hmm. The Thing I Do, which is on Amazon TV now and can be TV, please watch Mm -hmm. for any age, it's so much fun. It's the thing I do is about encouraging the things you do. And, and mm-hmm. it may not be that you're doing you're the, you're calling in work that's, you know, the most passionate thing yet, but maybe <laughs> you can find that passion and joy in music and reading and art and writing and sports and hiking right. and the outdoors. There's, you know, and we all are different. We're supposed to be. The reason why I named my book Unicorn Jazz because I get asked that of my kids and adults all the time, is why did I pick a unicorn for my main character? Well, unique, unicorn, we're all different. We're supposed to be. And a unicorn is a globally um, icon-recognized symbol across the world. And I often Mm -hmm. stop and remind kids, because my books are full of of animal characters, and and, uh, the only character that could not be real is the unicorn, and yet we celebrate (laughs) it. Right, right, right. Very, very interesting. Well, that's very true. When you look back, right, I mean, obviously, we all have certain passions in life. When did writing become a passion for you? You know, writing for me has been a cornerstone of my life and my and really mm-hmm. my God-given skill set. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I was shy, I often said as a child, my only voice was on paper. <laughs> So mm-hmm. I really put a lot of writing into into my essays, into my journals. When the teacher would say, you know, journal one paragraph, I was the girl that did five. <laughs> and in in college, you know, write a two page essay. I would have written ten. And um, writing though is in messages. It's in social media. I mean, if you think of of a movie that you like, of any mm-hmm. movie or, or series, it writing mm-hmm. had to be the first thing that happened. So writing is very powerful, and, and I feel because I have learned to to be, get better at, at writing, even though like we can, I can always improve. Um, I was able to write the show. The thing I do, as I said, it's Amazon on Amazon TV, and learn how to mm-hmm. edit and storyboard and all the things that go on in creating a a, a video piece 
and, and I, I attribute it to writing because sometimes I wonder why people just don't pick it up <laughs> that fast. Or, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I go back to that. I love writing. I love paying attention to, you know, beginning, middle, end, plot, story, what's going to make something have emotions, what's going to bring humor. And uh, that's just been my life is paying attention to those things because through writing, through storytelling, through videos, through movies, through one day a, an animation series, which I want to have with the Unicorn mm-hmm. Jazz series, uh, I am able to then communicate and articulate the messages, the lessons, the inspiration, the happiness, the kindness, the friendship, the joy, the love to people of all ages. You know, when I bring my puppets alive, because during the pandemic, I was, I, I turned some of my characters, um, Unicorn Jazz and a zebracorn named Treziki into puppets. And because kind of like Sesame Street inspired me, it, it was mm-hmm. a way that we will learn and it's a different, you know, we can all learn differently, kinesthetically, meaning touching something versus visually versus um, musically. And I feel that's one of the reasons why Sesame Street was such a success, of course, mm-hmm. with its cast mm-hmm. and characters, you know, and, and everything it did through the PBS um, um, organization. And for me, even though my show is a homegrown show, I am very proud of, of the professional kid actors and singers that came together during the pandemic so that we can bring happiness to others. Very, very interesting. That's really wonderful. You were in the brand industry, obviously, because you sort of, yeah. the study of psychology is connecting with people. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, this is more of a layman term, I guess, you know, people pleasing, right? Because we're trying Mm -hmm. to find something to please people in many, many ways. So when you talk about brand creation, how does that work in terms of, you know, finding the right brand, I guess, would be the best way to put it. What is brand creation? Yeah, well, yeah, before um, I became a full-time children's author, I spent 26 plus years branding and marketing different businesses, CEOs, Oh my gosh! Did I ran the gamut working for universities or an auto dealership or a med device company? And again, it was understanding the writing that was going to go on the website, the consistent writing, the branding, the quality of your company that I represented. Uh, I was able to bring that into Unicorn Jazz, and as an entrepreneur and as a as a self starter uh, business. As for those people that are interested in, in starting their own business, or if they're if you already have an established business and you're growing, um, your brand integrity is important. You know what are you conveying to your audience, to your you know customer base? All that is is becomes part of an early strategy that will develop and change into your master strategy as you grow your company and your brand. I mean. You want it to last. What I love about the Unicorn Jazz um, Children's Series is that even long after I'm gone, because let's face it, we all don't last forever on this earth, um, <laughs> I, the, the stories and lessons and music, all that will live on. And I'm grateful for that legacy that I've been able to give to people because mm-hmm. messages about kindness, about love, about belonging, those don't expire. You know, those are lessons that we we can take and, and I love that, you know, adults and educators that read the books and, and their children that grow up with them, guess what? Their children and their children can grow up with them, too, the same way that I've been able to, to share with my children who are now grown and, 
And we all have a classic fairy tales or classic books or or that have made an impression upon us. And, and with the unicorn jazz, with the feedback I get from the students, from the teachers, from parents, that they love the songs, it goes with the books, they love the messages, they love the show. It's, it's just uh, exciting for me that I just want to continue to create, you know, valuable content, um, worthy educational content, so that um, we can continue to influence and, and share happiness to children. That's true. Very, very true. What's fascinating, though, why did you end up, I guess, focusing your targeted group of children? Yes. in a way. And of course, the educated side is too. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to say it was through a combination of, of things and that happened. I wrote a book called Skip a Step, Imparting Wisdom for Young Entrepreneur Minds. Mm-hmm. And I went on a three-year journey researching, asking questions to notable entrepreneurs and leaders about what makes for happiness, what makes for, you know, how did you, what, what was the pitfalls or or the, the strengths in your business, things that would, if you could skip a step and, and give shortcuts to the younger generation, me included when I was young, that could have helped me become an entrepreneur faster because I've loved being an entrepreneur. But growing up, I didn't know what the word entrepreneur meant. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everyone's meant to, to be that, and that's okay. Um, but leadership and working for a great company, if you work for a company, don't you want to work for a, a great company, a company that's maybe giving back and you're doing philanthropical things and that you're proud of to be part of that, that team? And you're going to give your, your life, your, your hours to a company, 40-plus hours a week, right? Mm-hmm, it should be mm-hmm. something that makes you proud and happy. And so people that love working with Unicorn Jazz because they know that the impact that we make and – uh, I changed into working with children for a couple reasons. One, it was a way for me to revisit my childhood, things that I wish I'd, I had gone. I wish I had someone saying, you know, it's important to believe in others, that it's okay that you're shy. We're all not supposed to be the same. I often tell children, Johnny, um, what would have happened if I wasn't shy, if I was the extroverted kid that I kind of <laughs> wish I was because I thought those kids were cooler than me. Well, right. I wouldn't have been writing. I wouldn't have been practicing and, and understanding and being curious about how the world works. So it's important to be curious. It's important that we all have different perspectives. And I teach children at a young age to respect them. You know, don't make fun of other kids and, you know, embrace them. Say, hey, I need you on my team because we need all kinds of different people to to make something bigger than ourselves. My unicorn jazz does not exist because of me. I have an army of people. Of course, my illustrator, Davey Villalobos, who's my mm-hmm. artist. Um, without the art, my, my books would not have the same meaning. <laughs> right. You know, the kids that I've been able to work with, um, Broadway star Emily Isabel, Rhett Strennan, um, singers, teachers. I mean, I can name... I would, could probably name up to a thousand people, which I'm not going to, that <laughs> make up what what we're um, aiming to do. Um, Unicorn Jazz is not a household global name yet, but uh, one day I really feel it will be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's I, I mean, true. I mean, take a look at like Baby Baby Einstein started out of a woman's garage, and five uh, years later she's uh-huh. selling it to Disney for you know I think it was like 24 million dollars her content. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm just passionate about going, not giving up, connecting with more people, connecting with influential 
um, people in, in our in our community, people that uh, care and want to make an impact. Um, you know, and we already are doing that. We work with Children's Hospital Orange County. We donate mm-hmm. um, hundreds of books to them in each year, and um, we just did that with the holiday season. We raised over right. 6,000 books that we were able to give to children's charities like the hospital, like uh, orphanages, um, like a food bank in Los Angeles called Erin Community Cultural Center. And mm-hmm. we're able to go into those communities, connect with the families and children, and show them that, they, yes, you matter, you are important, and this is what we can do to show you, whether it's giving you books, clothing, food, different things that communities and organizations, you know, will partner with together. Um, it's, I'll tell you, it brings me happiness because I was once one of those children that would have received, would have wanted to receive something from someone else to show me that I matter. And I think it's important to do that. That's true. Very, very true. You're doing amazing work and so happy to have you contribute your expertise, you know, to us in, on this show, as well as in our magazine. By the way, you're listening to From Thank My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitches Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, Mixcloud, Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Hop Hopper. I'm Johnny Tan, your host. Here's a quick reminder to treat yourself to our January edition of the Hot Scent and Passion Driven Inspirations for Better Living digital magazine at www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com. My guest for this morning is Lisa Capelli. She is a Latina entrepreneur, award-winning children's book author of the Unicorn Book series, publisher, songwriter, folks contributor, speaker, and brand creator. She has authored 18 books and is the producer and director of the Unicorn Jazz Presents The Thing I Do, a family show on Amazon TV. Lisa grew up with a humble beginning in the sun city of El Paso, Texas. Her quest to study human behavior and teaching is seen in her author's visits and school visits with kids, parents, and educators. After a 10-year career in creating radio shows, programmings, and podcasts, combined with 26 years of marketing career representing over 160 CEOs and leaders and turning their business into meaningful brands, Lisa created Skip a Step, imparting wisdom for young entrepreneur minds. Lisa also contributed her entrepreneurial expertise to inspire others in our January digital magazine, Inspirations for Better Living section, Mompreneurs. Lisa and I are having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and how you can jumpstart your new year with a new you vision mindset. So, Lisa... Why is storytelling so important, not only to others, but to ourselves? Mm-hmm. Storytelling is so important because it allows us to look at things in a different way. It, it allows us to use our imagination to maybe create something else. It allows us to um, draw away from maybe something that's going on in your life, maybe something that is is not bringing happiness in your life. And by immersing ourselves in a story, of course, a good story, we are able to um, look at our circumstances a different way. Maybe you're going to be more grateful after hearing a story or words from someone who went through 
a traumatic ordeal and how they came out of it and persevered and championed through that. I mean, that's powerful storytelling. I love documentaries. I love knowing behind the person, behind the brand, or, you know, when we see, for example, think of your a favorite musician of yours or, or a, a favorite movie that's celebrated, and you go behind the scenes and you learn what is the story of, of either the director, the certain cast members, cast members, and those stories sometimes make you like that movie or song more, and it's the same thing for a great book. Um, I, for example, when I have the honor of speaking to children about behind the scenes of, of creating the stories, the art, and the meaning on a certain page, I, I can you know show them what's going on in that page, what was going on in, in my imagination when we created that, and it makes them remember that. It makes them think of examples for them that they want to share. For example, in my book, Being Happy with Unicorn Jazz and Friends, it's full pages of art of what makes you happy. And it's examples of walking on the beach and the characters are walking on the beach um, with a lot of art and detail. It could be um, being happy is um, baking sweets with mom. And I stop and show them the art and the image of Unicorn Jazz's mom is on that page. And that represented my aunt. And by the way, my aunt is, is my illustrator's mom, Davy Zillabus's mom. Aww. And how growing up, she would cook for us, <laughs> make sweets yeah. for us. And any time of the year, we smiled and we were happy. I often say, would you like it if someone cooked for you? You know, every <laughs> hand goes up. Yes. And mm. so being happy is about that. Being happy is really free. It doesn't cost anything to be happy. It's a choice. It's a decision. And uh, I love being able to convey that in story and then getting kids and adults excited about, now go tell your story. Go share what makes you happy for today, whether it's through mm-hmm. art or through words. And it really inspires people. At the end, kids are raising their hand, whether it's a virtual Zoom platform, which we use a lot these days, or in person, mm-hmm. when I stop and say, what makes you happy? Or share the thing you do. The thing you do, again, it could be your joy in, in hobbies or interests. And they're raising their hands. I love to, to paint. I love to dance. I love to play uh, soccer. I love sports. And I keep saying, yes, keep doing that. Yes. So it's about bringing the joy out in people. Did you know that um, the average adult human, mm-hmm. American, um, mm-hmm. laughs about 17 times a day? The average child lasts about 100 times a day. There you go. <laughs> so, food for thought. So, again, why, children, why do I love working with children? Well, I get to laugh more. I get to be more childlike. And as I've spoken to, to podcasts and even, you know, business um, leaders, when I share, you know, about the joy of, of being childlike in our thinking, uh, they bring them happiness that, you know, just because we, we adults doesn't mean we can't stay young at heart, doesn't mean we still can find joy in the things or people that we work with. So I, I, love, I love that I get to laugh a lot. I love that I get to be seven again when I'm mm-hmm. working with children. Mm-hmm. I love that I get to bring that youth, childlike spirit out in adults all the time because you get me talking about unicorn jazz just like you are i there's not a day that i just like no i don't want to do this i don't want to be happier sharing the joy that um god's blessed me to share to others 
very interesting, though. That's You're right, though. When you talk about those kind of things, it's right. just sort of we communicate with ourselves, right? And mm-hmm. what's the best mm-hmm. way? We are, you know, if we don't get the right information, we, you know, we have mm-hmm. issues. <laughs> so so no, that's really and, true. And so true. Yeah, John, no, I was on this business um, podcast about leadership and entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. um, a few weeks ago, and it was the two gentlemen, which were the, were the podcast hosts. And typically they might talk on serious topics and, you know, business can be serious unless you make it not, you know, make it fun right. and entertaining, right. which anything can be fun and entertaining, I feel. And um, and I brought up my puppets, you know, we part of the podcast was also video in nature. And mm-hmm. they just started smiling and on their own, they started saying, what if we... What if companies, you know, encourage people to bring in a puppet to their meeting, to their weekly mm-hmm. meeting, and, and started enjoying, you know, and the way they were storytelling that process, I just was laughing. I, all I did was just show them my puppets, you know, and, and share with them the importance and, and the facts I told you about um, staying young and hard and, and the importance mm-hmm. of laughter and, and play in our lives. And uh, it, it was it was uh, it was well received because again, just because we adults and we do have all these responsibilities, like of course we do, um, it doesn't mean that we still can't find mm-hmm. the joy and that inner happiness. Because I truly believe that if you are happy and you're going to pour into others a certain joy, a certain sense of happiness, that people are going to want to be around you more and, and you're going to think positive. I mean, obviously, you know, things that that I often share, um, busy people don't have a busy person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, How does, when you look at, you know, your, your, your situation, right? Because you're telling stories and so yeah. forth. The uniqueness about you, what you do is that you use the Unicorn mm-hmm. Jazz Book series to impact families mm-hmm. and so forth. What sort of feedback mm-hmm. have you got from them, from the mm-hmm. parents especially? Because you are definitely connecting with the children. But how, yeah. how about the parents' standpoint of view? What kind of impact do you get from them? Oh, what kind okay. of feedback? Parents mm-hmm. love it. Par- parents want to, if their grandparent want to share it with their grandchildren, parents get immersed in the stories. Maybe they haven't, you know, read a picture book in, in decades, you know, or, <laughs> um, they, but I, I had, I mean, I have parents that are adults that tell me your books are for adults too, you know, and, and I think so. I agree. I, mm-hmm. I can read them over and over. I pull some lines in them in some of my everyday conversations. For example, in um, my book, I See You Choosing Kindness, it's about we have a choice to use our words and, and say kind things or the opposite, which probably is not cool, right? And even there's this one page where the characters, uh, Wolf the Crow, um, is sharing his story with Unicorn Jazz, how he, when he was young, he was made fun of by a character named Billy Bob the Butterfly Boy. And and mm-hmm. Billy Bob is a, is a bully in, in this book, and and uh, Wolf the Crow, um, when he's retelling the story to Unicorn Jazz in the story, um, is saying, uh, he, Billy Bob the Butterfly Bully was mean to me, and 
and says some mean words, and he's, there's a thought bubble on that page that says, I wanted to say this, but instead I chose kinder words. And that page, we had so much um, um, time that went into that page in the drawings. I even shared it with, you know, my therapist friends because I really wanted that to show because all of us, even to this day, sometimes it's like, okay, Lisa, what is the nicer words you can choose? to share with someone because maybe someone's having a bad day. Maybe someone they're hurting and we don't know that. And that's why they are mean, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it's giving someone grace in not reacting to what maybe someone is putting out as negative energy um, and kind of like shielding it with kindness and grace. And again, it's not always easy to do. And I'm sure I don't always do it. And I still, always strive to become a better human being to those around me and none of us are perfect but again it's about living by that example and and becoming a better person and being able to influence and impact the people in your lives so true very true i mean that's what it's all about it's about connecting and what i like about what you do and all the programs that you uh, really focus on it's mm-hmm. about building mm-hmm. relationships and talking about that power of unconditional love and interestingly and, enough and it's from yeah from you know from moms and from parents and from people yeah. that have lived life to really relate those information to the younger generation yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are all wired for human connection. Um, we mm-hmm. are. If you um, have heard Brene Brown's um, TED Talk, one of the most famous TED Talks ever on vulnerability, she shares that. And she's a researcher um, from Texas, my home state. Have you have you ever heard that um, TED Talk? Uh, no. No. Oh, my gosh. Please. Please watch it today. You can see it on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, I highly recommend it, that um, to mm-hmm. people. Um, so I wrote a, a talk called The Five Hats, um, and I, I shared it on a Good Morning Model Land years ago. And mm-hmm. as a Forbes writer today, I, I wrote about it um, recently. And um, the five hats that I feel based on my research and, and my journey with amazing humans in my life is there's five areas of life that will contribute to our balance and happiness. And there's no right or wrong as I share this. You can yes. think and ponder about what's true for you or those in your life. So the five hats is composed of family, friendship, your career, connection hat, and finally your adventure hat. And I feel like it's a balancing act. And when you're younger, maybe you're pouring more into your career hat, you know, when you're college mm-hmm. because you're doing, uh, figuring out what you're going to do when you want to grow up. And or, um, you know, maybe in your family hat, you can be a workaholic, as I once was, as many entrepreneurs are, and you're not giving the time to your family hat. And maybe there's your friendship hat. And, and boy, during the pandemic, did we not know and see that we need <laughs> all these people and the adventure hat. So I feel that it's important to have that kind of balance. That's true. Very, very true. These are the things that I think it's amazing that, I'm so glad that we have people out there like you in terms of sharing those areas of experiences, life experiences that you have gone through that others can benefit from. Because I always feel, uh, you know, and I tell people this, I said, you know, life is a buffet line. You got to taste different things and listen to other people and 
learn from that. And if you like it, pursue it, and you can learn more from it. And if not, move on to the next Absolutely. one. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, very, very I interesting. think it's just so important that we all learn from each other and grow. And, and um, I've certainly made a lot of mistakes, and I've started my life over many times in mm-hmm. trying to get it right, get it better, aiming towards that, you know, happiness and love, which we are all wired for. Mm-hmm. Um, being mm-hmm. a mom has certainly helped uh, push me to want to be a better person and to give back. Uh, but we all have the ability to to help at least one person, and we all have the ability to learn and grow more. So true, so true. You're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitches Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, Mixcloud, Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Hop Hopper. Here's a quick Reminder to treat yourself to the January edition of our heart-centered and passion-driven Inspirations for Better Living digital magazine at www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com. My guest for this morning is Lisa Caprelli. Lisa is a Latina entrepreneur, award-winning children's book author of the Unicorn Book series, publisher, songwriter, folks contributor, speaker, and brand creator. She has authored 18 books and is the producer and director of the Unicorn Jazz presents The Thing I Do, a family show on Amazon TV. Lisa grew up as a humble, with a humble beginning in the sun city of El Paso, Texas, which is interesting because I'm in here in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> her quest for studying, yes. her quest for, uh, studying human behavior and teaching is seen in her author's visit and school visits with kids, parents, and educators. Lisa also contribute her entrepreneur expertise to inspire others in our January Digital Magazine Inspirations for Better Living section, Mompreneurs. Lisa and I are having a conversation about her remarkable life journey and how you can jumpstart your new year with a new you vision mindset. So, Lisa, I know we talked a little bit about, and you kind of hinted a little bit about some challenges that you went through life, so to speak. What are the some pivotal moments in your life and challenging situations that you experience, and in this case, as an entrepreneur, because it is a big thing for women to go out there and start a business on their own, and it's fairly scary. Yes. Um, gosh, there's so many things. Like, in what area do you want to know? <laughs> I guess there are so many different areas of life. What would be one specific to you or your audience? Uh, you yourself personally, the things that you encountered, because, you know, when we have that plan of actions in our mind, we say, okay, hey, we're going to do this, this, this. And then all of a sudden we didn't realize that we got blindsided by something specific. So it's more of your personal experience from that standpoint of view that perhaps what you may encounter, other people may not encounter. But in a nutshell, it's how you overcome those things and realize that, you know, no, mm-hmm. I am determined. This is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And I went for it. Yes. I mean, there's so many different ways that I've changed my life. I moved here from Texas to California 21 years ago with nothing but a $100 type story. And I Mm -hmm. came with huge ambition and passion and the ability of what yes means versus no. Um, I could share with you when I, during the recession, um, when the business that I had built up with my partner at the time, 
and we had them so well for so many years. The recession hit as it did for many and, and affected them as it did us. And how I was just at my at my rock bottom because I wasn't happy in my personal relationship. And I just remember praying and calling out to God, like, there's got to be a right way. Please help me. This is not the life I see for myself. Even though financially we were doing well and the recession hit, which was just a temporary time in life, I, I got out of that business. It, it, it didn't bring me happiness or joy. And I got out of that relationship that I was in. And, you know, always been striving towards a, a um, more meaning and purpose in my life. And, and I come across people that, that have stories of, of, of trauma or, and then the triumph that has been instilled with them. I, I certainly have that too. I, I like to focus on the positive. You know, I could have, been a writer, I could have written stories um, about, you know, my um, – my pitfalls or, or my rock bottom per se, but I, I, I rather have joy in sharing what I do with children, with children's books, with writing children's songs and sharing them. Um, and many of us, you know, sometimes people who've made the biggest mistakes or have had some really big um, um, challenges in life, they go on to do really big things. Um, a friend of mine told me that recently. And so I think that's very interesting that sometimes we need to fall down. Sometimes we need to shift and we shift. And, and I'll tell you of all the people that I get to know, cause I get to know a lot of people's hearts, a lot of people's authentic vulnerability. And I, to this day, I've never met anyone that has not gone through tremendous struggle, commit tremendous pain, loss, challenges. Every one of us does. And so it's up to us then to rise above that. And whether it's, through, if you believe in God, whether it's through self-development, through learning, through helping others, giving back, because I'll tell you what, the opposite of selfish is to help others, help and give back, hence the name of my book and song. I mean, it's <laughs> no coincidence why all these things happen in life. And for me, spending that time creating a song that may not be out to the public for a year later, or like during the pandemic, I created this show called The Thing I Do, and it took a while to get out on Amazon and and now an app called Kids B T V, which I'm so grateful for people to watch, learn and grow. It, all that took time where the reward wasn't immediate, but the reward is to be able to impact other people's lives. And whether you do it on a small scale or a large large scale, I think it's it's something that is pretty awesome, and I'm very grateful to be on a show and platform like yours to talk about the behind the scenes and the interest that um, people receive so that maybe it inspires you to do something bigger, better, grander, and that it all comes back to you and the joy and the purpose and, and your gifts that you do have to share to others in this lifetime of yours. Very interesting. That's true. And I'm glad you shared those stories because these are the things in a nutshell. It's not how many times you sort of uh, sputtered along the way or you fall, but get up and get going. So uh, from that perspective, when did you know yourself personally that you succeeded as an entrepreneur? You know, I don't – the word success is really hard for me to to, um, (laughs) – you know, go around saying I'm successful or when people, because success is, is different and personal to each of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, to me, you know, I'm always learning and growing, 
Um, to me, something that is successful would be something that you have joy and purpose in doing and that you truly know that you're doing. I don't think that it's going to be measured with a dollar amount. I, I think that, um, you know, there could be projects that are a success. Like we just finished my book, Helping Give Back, and, and the song, and we're still promoting it. Um, and it's a success to how we came together, how we've been able to contact um, teachers and librarians and students who enjoys what the story conveys, that's a success. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in other words, celebrate the small achievements that you have. It's not that one big, massive goal because you're celebrating every day. Right, right. And there's times that are work and there's times that, you know, not every day is going to be peaches and roses. Not Right. Not said no one ever. You know, something is going to come your way, but then to be grateful for the good things that you have done or the good things that you are doing, you always can find something to be grateful for. And I think it's important, especially during this pandemic and beyond, that we all really take the time to focus on gratitude and to be thankful for the goodness in your life, whether it's big or small, help be celebrate other people's successes, their, their wins, their projects, their goals, and um, continue doing that. Wonderful. Do you have any tips for moms and women who are on the edge of starting their own business in 2022? Yeah, I, I recommend to connect with people that are like-minded um, for example, if you want to be a photographer or, or, you know, a professional photographer and gain clients and, and who's your target audience? Is it newborn? Is it children? You know, connect with mom's clubs and mom's groups, you know. Um, I think it's important, important to bridge relationships with other people in your space. And I cannot say that enough. I've done that. I do that every day, whether it's someone new, whether it's someone that you have known. and you'll be surprised that people will talk to you and and not say no to you and and be happy for your vision. So it's important to build those connections, whether it's using social media, whether it's the old-fashioned way, connecting, texting, picking up the phone and calling people, which is the best way, meeting someone in person is the best way. Um, I mean, my life has certainly been a testimony of, of bridging relationships even until this day. So I would say that you absolutely should and must do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very, very interesting. Wonderful advice. That brings me to this. What advice can you give to someone who is seeking a vision of happiness but is currently struggling to keep afloat because of past and perhaps present disappointments? And especially right now, you mentioned several times during this pandemic where it's there's a tremendous amount of uncertainty, for lack of a better term. Oh, I think it's just it's important to to really use your time wisely. You mm-hmm. know, um, certainly with the pandemic, our lives got resisted. Many of us, companies, mm-hmm. teens, people, parents, moms, dads, children, and it's important to build your own community of of friends, of people, of fellowship. Um, not waiting for someone to tell you, you'd be a leader if you have to do it, you know. 
um, because there's a lot of fear in, in this world and, and, and yeah. the fear of the pandemic, you know, there's fear when you put a mask on because of the fear and it's, you know, it's just the way it is. And, and, and so the emotions and feelings and the aftermath of what the pandemic has created um, for many of us, I, I think it's something that should be noted and it mm-hmm. should be something that we, we, um, we just counter with knowing, you know what, we are, are made up of love. We are mm-hmm. loving people. And how can we bring that love and happiness to your family? And remember, I talked about the hat, you know, your family, right. friends, friends your, your career hat, your connection hat, your adventure hat. And just examine, you know, think about, ponder, make a difference, even if it's sm- some small action step. So that you are um, aware of that because, you know, we all want to be happy. We all want to be loved. We all all want to know we matter and that we belong, every single one of us. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure someone listening to this can think of a time when maybe they didn't feel loved. They didn't feel that they mattered. They didn't feel like they belonged. They didn't, they felt hopeless. And we all, we need someone, maybe there's a message from a, an influential leader, an author, a, a, a storyteller, a, a movie that helps bring you hope. And through that hope, you can, you know, be, become a better person and do more things and take more action. And you see how we all need each other? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, take one day at a time. Forget thinking two, three, four days or even weeks or yeah. months and years well, ahead of time. To have, right. It's important mm-hmm. to have vision, but it all starts with today and being present with what you can do today, knowing mm-hmm. that there's always going to be an outbox of to-dos and an inbox, and you focus on what you can do today, you know, based on the circumstances you have. And mm-hmm. if you have to get focused on something that you want to create, it's going to involve a lot of your time that you get focused and you say no to the things that aren't bringing you that. Um, and you say yes to what your goals and visions are that are going to make you a better person and the people in your life uh, a better reflection of what you want to bring. Wonderful. Where can someone go to get more information about you, buy your books, watch your programs, and Thank keep you. up with your latest happenings? Yeah. yeah. You can, it's so easy. I'm Lisa Caprelli, C-E-P-R-E-L-L-I. You can also go to Unicorn Jazz, unicornjazz.com. Uh, we have songs. We are on Instagram. We're on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, you can connect with me through social media. I'm very reachable and appreciative and grateful for um, people who connect with me who want to learn more. And if you're a school and you want to uh, bring Unicorn Jazz, and all the wonderful educational entertainment into your school, into your classrooms, and all the free educational resources, activity pages, coloring pages that I could share with your school or classroom. I welcome the adventure. I welcome being able to share the best work that I've ever been blessed to create and give to your students. So I thank you. Wonderful, really wonderful. Coming back to you personally, when are you happiest? <laughs> I'm happiest when I, all my hats are being um, fulfilled or, or uh, there's like I, what I say, check mark on this you know, hat or that hat. Um, I'm happy and fulfilled 
when things are going and there's another great day ahead and, and the people in my life are are doing the right things to make the world a better place and and that we know what each other's, you know, hats are and, and what the joy is. Um, I'm happy, you know, around my family probably most. So I, mm-hmm. I love family for sure. Um, but I say I'm happy writing. I'm happy with all the hats that God's blessed me to work on and, and fulfill until the day I die. And, and I, um, you know, we're all here limited time and we all can make an impact. And I'm here just to be a reminder um, that I hope each one of us is doing that. Wonderful. Wonderful. Can you share with us your 2022 goals and vision? Yes. Well, I have a book called Unicorn Jazz and the Fairy Taco coming out this year. It's, Silly, it's fun, and it's, a, it's centered around um, the word hope. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working to still promote and grow um, my TV show series, Unicorn Jazz, presents the thing that I do, um, continue to make more songs and, and connect with more schools. In person is always my favorite way, but I will take virtual and Zoom, which I do to be able to really connect with anyone in the world um, and still continue to to share the, the storytelling and the joy in all my thank you so much, Johnny, for having me on your wonderful show. Oh, you're welcome. By the way, we're coming close to the end of the hour. So since our show is about people, family, and living life, would you like to share a recipe for living with our listeners this morning? You know, I have a, a quote that I like to share by F. Scott Fitzgerald, and I, I put it in my last chapter of Skip a Step. It's, mm-hmm. I hope you live a life you're proud of. I hope you live a life that's true. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage, the strength, the perseverance to start over again. And I add on to that, you know, connect with the right people so that you can have that inspiration and joy to reflect on. And there's an African proverb I like also that is if you want to go uh, fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. That's beautiful. I love it. Totally awesome. Lisa, thank you for the great recipes for living and for spending this hour with me on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all our listeners, please join me in two weeks, Wednesday morning, February 9 at 10 a.m. Central Time, U.S. My guest will be Rihanna Meline. She is a certified life, dating, and relationship coach and Rihanna brings a unique and tested personal and professional background to love beyond your dreams. Rihanna and I will be having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and how you can use February's Valentine's theme for the whole family. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to FromMyMama'sKitchenTalkRadio.com. Thank you for listening and have a very blessed week. Lisa, it has been a true pleasure. Thank you so much and have a very blessed day. Thank you, Johnny, and everyone for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.
You're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio, our podcast available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Teachers Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, MixCloud, Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Hop Hopper. Here's a quick reminder to treat yourself to the January edition of our heart-centered and passion-driven Inspirations for Better Living digital magazine at www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com. My guest for this morning is Lisa Caprilli. Lisa is a Latina entrepreneur, award-winning children's book author of the Unicorn Book series, publisher, songwriter, folks contributor, speaker, and brand creator. She has authored 18 books and is the producer and director of Unicorn Jazz Presents The Thing I Do, a family show on Amazon TV. Lisa grew up with humble beginnings in the sun city of El Paso, Texas. Her quest to study human behavior and teaching is seen in her author visits and school visits with kids, parents, and educators. After 10 years, after a 10-year career in, after a 10-year career in creating radio show, programming, and podcasts, combined with 26 years marketing career in representing over 160 CEOs and leaders and turning their business into meaningful brands, Lisa created Skip Lisa created Skip a Step, imparting wisdom for young entrepreneur minds. Lisa is Lisa also contributed Lisa also contributed her entrepreneurial expertise to inspire others in our January Digital Magazine, Inspirations for Better Living section, Entrepreneurs. Lisa and I are having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and how you can jumpstart your new year with a new you, vision mindset. I'm your host, Johnny Tan. Lisa, thank you for the great recipes for living and for spending this hour with me on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all our listeners, please join me in two weeks, Wednesday morning, February 9th at 10 a.m. Central Time, U.S. My guest will be Rihanna Milne, a certified life, dating, and relationship coach. Rihanna brings a unique and tested professional and personal background to love beyond your dreams. Rihanna and I will be having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and how you can use February's Valentine's theme for the whole family. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to FromMyMama'sKitchenTalkRadio.com. Thank you for listening and have a blessed week. Lisa, it's been a true pleasure. Thank you again and have a very blessed day. Thank you. Bye-bye.